Hey y'all, welcome to the fifth episode of the Confident Podcast, where we talk about mental health at a godly level with your host, Miss Emily Dell. Hey y'all, hope you're doing wonderful today. Hope you're having a blessed day. And I hope that God today just reminded you to be grateful that you're breathing, that you're alive, and that you're here and you're listening in. Right? So today we're going to be talking about a what does God say about trust? And we're going to be covering a lot of things. First of all, we're going to cover cover God's promise. From there, we're going to cover how should we trust in the Lord. From there, we're going to do a little bit of an explanation of trust compared to faith. From there, we're going to talk about what does the Bible say about trusting others. I'm going to give you an example of a situation of an individual in the Bible who actually experienced betrayal and experienced that issue with trust issues firsthand. As well, we're going to be talking about what does the Lord say about trusting our own minds, right? So that's what we're going to talk about in part one, but we're also going to talk in part two. We're probably going to go later on. We'll see if we have time, depending, um, if we can continue here. But we're also then going to talk about how slash when should we trust people, right? And then we're going to talk about how we must be trustworthy. From there, we're going to mention that we are the speakers of the truth, and we're going to understand that. And then we're going to move on to how we are the speakers of the truth, as well how Jesus demonstrated correct trusting. Then we're going to talk about forgiving, accountability, what we should do, what we should be as Christians when it comes to trust, and how to build trust in relationships. So let's start off. Before we start off, let's obviously pray. So if you're in your car and you're driving, please do not close your eyes. Um, If you're working and you obviously cannot close your eyes or you can't talk or so on and so forth, Please go, please do not obviously close your eyes. Stay safe. Um, But if you can, with me, you know, close your eyes, kneel down, lift up your hands, do whatever possible so that you can be in the presence of God. And obviously, if you're driving and your work, obviously, you can't close your eyes. But just keep that accountability of like, okay, I'm going to pay attention, but I'm also, you know, driving, right? Because I don't want you to obviously die. So... (laughs) Let's pray. God, we come into your presence, my Lord, and we thank you for this day. We thank you for your glory. We thank you that you're here with us. We thank you, my God, because you are glorious. You are the one and only. You are everything and all, my Lord, to us. Thank you, my God. My Lord, today I ask you, we ask you, my Lord, to come into our minds, to come into our lives, for us to understand the fight of trust, to understand what trust is, to understand this fight of the mind when it comes to trust issues, my Lord. Give us the ability to understand. Give us the wisdom that you gave Solomon, my God, to be able to understand and know and understand the knowledge, my God. Receive the knowledge my Lord, of what it is, my God, to trust, what it is, my Lord, to trust in you, what it is to be trust in person, my God. 
My Lord, give us that wisdom. Give us that guidance. Love on us, my Jesus. And today I declare that we have a wonderful day, that we have a blessed day, that we have a peaceful day, my God. We de I declare that in the name of Jesus, my God. I thank you for your glory, my Jesus. I cover this prayer. I cover their lives. I cover their families, their minds, their thoughts, their dreams, their passions with your blood, your holy arm, and your oil, my Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Wow, that was such a powerful prayer. So, we're going to start with God's promise, right? And I want to start there because this is so important to understand. So, let's go to Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. Okay, so today, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that we have a bunch of post-it notes. We have more than we have ever had. This is a lot of information. And to clear the elephant in the room, if you are watching on YouTube, yes, my hand is looking bad. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I just have a little bit of tendinitis. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Okay, and please do not try to get distracted by my hand if you're watching this on YouTube. So... Let's move on to Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. Also, hopefully that gave you all a little bit of time um, to get there while I also get there. So Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. And it says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. That part right there. That's the most important part. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. God's promising you that he's never going to leave you. God's promising you that he will never take you for granted. God is here for you. God will never fail you, right? So that right there is just a good introduction of God's promise, right? Now, how slash why should we trust in the Lord? So right there, that promise is telling, you, telling us why we should trust in the Lord. He's never going to fail us. On the contrary, people are going to fail us, right? Let's look at it from that perspective, right? Who can we be dependent on? Only God. We can only depend on God, right? And we can also depend on ourselves, right? So I want you to connect that and click that in your head, right? Now let's go to Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. So let's go there. I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. Jeremiah 17 and 17, 7 through 8. And again, if you can't, obviously if you're in the car driving, please don't do this. But if you can, you know, get your Bibles, you know, let's start reading. Let's focus on what God has to say today. So, Jeremiah. Mama, I can't find my boy Jeremiah. 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 And I just want to say that trusting in God is completely different than trusting in people. Okay? So, and we're going to go through that because that's something that people have to understand and I've had to understand. Right? And it has truly transformed the way that I've, you know, 
seen life and I've done things and I've trusted people, right? So again, Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. And it says, 7, 3. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Wow, that is so powerful. Okay, so right here, God's telling us, okay, well, trusting in me is perfect, right? You're going to be blessed. If you trust in me, you're going to be blessed. If you trust in me, everything will go according to plan, right? Everything will go well. Everything will go as it should be, as it's meant to be, but we have to trust in him right now let's go to psalm 37 3 and while we're getting there i just want to add a little bit more what we were talking about in jeremiah 17 7 through 8 and it's that the lord is saying the lord is confirming right so we saw the promise in hebrews 13 5 through 6 but then in jeremiah 17 7 through 8 god's telling us hey i'm here for you like, you do not have to worry. You just have to trust in me. Do not fear. Trust in me. Right? Okay. So now Psalms 37.3. It says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell on the land and enjoy safe pasture. So right here, he's repeating it again. Trust in the Lord and do good. Right? If you trust in God, if you put your trust in God, you will enjoy life. You will dwell on the land and you will enjoy safe pasture. You will be safe. You will be well. You will be great. Right? That's you right there. Putting your trust in the Lord is protecting your mental health. Putting your trust in the Lord is keep is guarding your heart. Putting the trust in the Lord is keeping you safe, is doing you well. Right? Now, let's go to let's go to James 1:6. And while we're getting there, right, God is just, God is just repeating this, this thing, this thing of, I am with you. If you trust in me, you will be safe. If you trust in me, you will be well. If you trust in me, everything will be dealt with, right? That's what God's saying in those verses, right? So again, James 1 through 6, let's get there. So James 1 through 6. Here we go. So James 1 through 6. And again, and if now you're able to get your Bibles, please go ahead and do so. So James 1 through 1, 6. Not through, sorry. 1, 6. And it says, But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Okay, so... God's telling us right here, but now, right, God has been telling us in those other verses, like, okay, trust in me, you will you will be safe, you will be well, everything will turn out okay, right? But now God's saying here is like, you have to believe in me, you have to trust in me, because if you don't trust in me, right, because one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind, right? If you don't trust in me, how, how can I help you if you don't trust in me, right? If you don't have that trust in God, how can he help you? How can he protect you if you don't have that trust in him, right? If you, you don't have that trust in him, he can't do anything, right? He just has to stay there and be like, okay, I have to respect that she doesn't trust me, 
right? But if she did trust me, I could do so many things for her or for him, right? And I could protect them and so on and so forth, right? So now let's go to Psalm 28.7. So let's go back to that Old Testament. So Psalm 28.7. And I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. Um... But again, so God has told us, he has told us the promise. He has told us that we should trust in him because we'll be safe. And he's also telling us like, hey, if you don't trust in me, like it's not going to work out. Right. And now let's go, as I said, Psalm 28, 7. And that says, and again, if you're coming in now, you know that you're able now to get your Bibles. Please go ahead and get your Bibles so that we can read together if you can't, obviously. So it says, so it says in Psalms 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. Right? Right here, David, David, right, King David is saying that my strength, he is my shield, he is my trust, my strength. My heart trusts in him. My tr- my heart trusts in him and he helps me. Right? That is a testimony right there. David is a living testimony right there that David can trust in God. And that God will supply. Right there, so that means that the promise, here's the testimony. Here's the testimony of that promise. Here's the testimony of how or the why we should trust in the Lord. Right? Here is the testimony. Here is the reason why we should even trust in the Lord. Because here we have a living testimony that it does happen. That trusting in the Lord does help you, does guard your heart, does keep, does keep, does keep you safe, right? So now, let's go to Romans 8, 3. So I'll give you guys, again, a few seconds to get there. And the Lord is just, the Lord is just moving. And there's a lot of Bible verses today. There's millions. And I try to pick and choose to try to minimize them. But trust me that I tried my best and there were still millions, right? There are so, there's so much content on trust and still we as we as christians we as we as you know even maybe you're not a christian you're listening to this right because you're seeking something you're seeking help right for your mental health right or you're seeking you know help for somebody somebody else and maybe you have looked at the bible maybe you haven't right but we have all of these bible verses all of this wisdom in this incredible book right and we still struggle with trust issues. We still struggle with so many things when it comes to trust, right? We don't know how to trust people correctly. We don't know how to even trust in relationships. We go into relationships kind of like this, right? Because of things that have happened to us, maybe not a romantic, maybe romantic relationships, maybe friendships, right? So trust is such a big thing and God has trust about it. And it's, it's all over this incredible book. And that's why there's so much content on this, right? So now I want to go to Romans 8.31. So let's go there. And it says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Wow, that is so powerful, right? So he's just reminding you of the promise again, right? Like, if God is with us, who can be against us, right? Putting our trust in God is everything, is the most important thing, right? So now I want to do a little, like, parentheses, and I just want to give you a little bit of information before we move on to what does the Bible say about trusting others. I want to say something real quick that it needs to be clarified because a lot of people get this confused, 
right? And is the question of, is trust faith? And trust is not faith, okay? Trust is not faith because trust is the proof that you have faith, right? Faith is, faith is undevotedly, without being able to see, right? Not doubting, not nothing, right? Saying, God is going to do this. God is going to protect me. God is going to be there with me. Be there with me. And then trust, trusting in God is what's proving that you have that faith, right? So I just wanted to clear that up because that always gets a little bit confused. And I just wanted to clear that up because it is so important to know, especially when you're understanding what trusting in the Lord means. Right? So now let's go to what does the Bible say about trusting others? Okay, so I want to mention Psalm 118, 8 through 9. So let's go back to the Old Testament and let's go to Psalm 118, 8 through 9. Now I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. Um, and again, if you can get your Bible, please get it. If you can read along, please go ahead and do it. Obviously, if you can't, don't stress about it because um, I'm gonna, at the end of the day read the verse so Psalm 118 and that says Psalm 118 sorry Psalm 118 8 through 9 and that says it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes Wow that is so powerful. So God's right here telling you, it's more powerful. You know, like God's right here and like David right here, right? He's like saying, right? God's speaking through him. Like, hey, say this, right? And David's saying, it is better to trust in the Lord than to trust in anyone else, right? Even the princes, even the kings, even those that, you know, seem so high in authority, right? We, we normally think of like, oh yeah, all those high authority, right? We have to put our undevoted um, trust in them, right? And that isn't true. We don't have to do that. That is not that is not mandatory, right? We don't have to put our undevoted trust because what we should be putting our trust in is the Lord, right? We shouldn't be putting our dependence on other people, which are at the end of the day are human beings that are going to fail like you and me, right? So we shouldn't put that dependence right that's what they're trying to tell you here we shouldn't put that trust that dependence on them right because at the end of the day they're gonna fail some way or another right so now let's go to Micah 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 I can never say that right whatever M-I-C-A-H two seven five through six Micah I'm pretty sure it's macaw. I always say it wrong, but I think it's macaw. So let's go to macaw or macaw. Or Ma it's not. It's not Malachi. It's macaw. And let's get there. Here we go. Macaw. Macaw. Seven, five through six, and it says. Do not trust a neighbor, put no confidence in a friend, even with the woman who lies in your embrace. Guard the words of your lips. 
For a son dishonors his father, a daughter rises up against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother, against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the members of his own household. Wow! So a lot of us are a lot of us have experienced, right? Some of us have experienced that there are people that are more family than your actually blood-related family members, right? And it's because of that trust. It's because of that. And this trust that we're talking about here is putting that dependency and that expectation of, oh yeah, they're not going to fail me. They're not going to do me wrong, right? Because the moment that they do you wrong, you're, that's going to hurt you so much because you put the expectation that, oh my gosh, they're not going to fail me. They're, they're going to be perfect. And nobody's perfect, right? Now, right? So understanding that, understanding that, it comes to that trust. It comes to that aspect of trust and dependency and um, an expectation, right? So now let's go to Jeremiah 17, 5, I believe. So let's go there. So 17, Jeremiah. I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there as well. Jeremiah 17, 5, here we go, 17, 5, and it says, this is what the Lord says, cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, who draws strength from mere flesh flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord wow wow that right there is so powerful let me explain to you why cursed is the one who trusts in man why are you cursed if you trust in man it's not just because you have trust in them no 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 it's because you are drawing your strength from mere flesh you are putting you are you're putting your emotions your emotions are controlled by the way they react to you right for example they get mad at you or they're upset now you're upset why why are you collecting your strengths from that person if they tell you that you're that if they start demeaning you if they start offending you if they start making you feel bad right if you if your strength is on them and it's not on the Lord, right? If that trust is on them and not on the Lord, you're you're gonna your heart's gonna get broken. You're you're gonna have a lot of mental health issues and you're gonna feel so destroyed because you're putting that trust in that person, you're putting that dependency on that person instead of on God, right? And then it says, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. So if you're putting your strength, if your strength, you're grabbing it from mere flesh, from a human being instead of from the Lord, then my friend, you are running away from God. You are getting farther away from God because now is a fleshly desire. And now it's not a fleshly desire, but now it's from the flesh, right? Now it's not because the Holy Spirit tells you to do something. No, now you're, now you're going against God, right? By not trusting God, because if you put your trust in a person instead of what God is going to do with that person, right? Because that's how you have to look at it. Not, okay, I'm going to trust in this person, 
I'm going to put all my dependency on this person. No, I'm going to put my dependency on God. And I'm going to trust in God that whatever happens with this person, it's going to be his will. Right? And if something bad happens, I know that God did not allow that. And that is not on God. Right? Because this person is a human being, so he is going to fail. Right? That's why my trust is on God. Right? That whatever happens with this person is not going to affect me. Amen to that, right? Can we say an amen to that? That is so powerful, okay? So now let's go to Colossians, Colossians 3, 2. And it says, so I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there to Colossians 6, 3, 2, sorry. And that's, if you can hear me just going through the post-it notes there we go <laughs> so Colossians 3 2 and that says set your minds on things above not on earthly things wow God's telling you here Set your mind on things above. Set your trust on God. It's, that's what it's saying here. Set your trust on God. Do not set your trust on people. Set your trust on God. That is what you have. To, that's the person that you've got to trust in. God. And I'm not telling you, oh no, you can't trust in anybody. No, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that your trust, your dependency, your uttermost, that's what God means when he talks about trust. He's talking about that dependency. He's talking about the that expectation. The only person, the only thing, well not thing, the only supernatural being that you can have dependency on, that you can have full trust in, that you can give him everything is God. Right? If you do that, if you treat someone with that same feeling, you're going to get hurt. You are going to get hurt. And if and and I'm going to give you an example of me. I am a very noble-hearted person. I am a little bit of an innocent person when it comes to that. I like to see the good in people, right? And I have in the past put my trust in people at first sight. And because of that, I've gotten hurt because I have done it the wrong way. I have forgotten to say, I trust in God that he's not going to fail me, that God's not going to fail me. But this person, I know that they're gonna, they might be able, they might fail me, right? So I'm not going to put that dependency on them. I'm going to only put it on God. And whatever happens with this person, I'm going to take the good that comes with it. And whatever happens bad, it's okay because God because God allowed that bad thing to happen so that I could understand and see that this person is not good for me. But that bad thing that happened is not going to affect me because I have been guarding my heart. I am guarding my mind. And my dependency and my trust is not in people. Not on people, but on God. Right? So, now let's go. Now let's go to Psalms 146, 3 suit. So I'll give you guys again a few seconds to get there. Um, there are a lot of verses, as I was saying at the beginning today. There are millions of verses. Like, seriously, this feels like millions um, of verses. So Psalm 146, 3, 2, 5. And it says, Do not put your trust in princes, 
in human beings who cannot save. We have that same little part that David's saying, because David's already said this in another verse. He mentioned princes and human beings, right? Humans who cannot save, right? Do not put your trust in, in people because they cannot save. They cannot fix. They cannot fix what is broken. They cannot uh, mediate what is broken, right? They can't do anything, right? They The only thing that human beings can do is just, you know, be there like, oh, you want some advice? Here you go. You know what I mean? They can't save you. You can't put your dependency on them. Their emotions cannot alter yours, right? That's what's saying there, right? That's Psalm 146, 3 to, 3 to 5. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. Exactly. He's just saying when human beings, kings, presidents, whatever, authority, leaders, whatever, when when they die, when the time comes for them to depart this earth, their spirit departs and their ashes return to the ground. They return to the ground because they become ash. They they well they don't become ash, obviously. That's a little more complicated than that, but they come to the ground again. Right? On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Exactly. Whatever they promised you, whatever that person promised you, the moment that they're not on this earth, right, it's gone. It's gone with it. Doesn't matter, right? Because the only supernatural being, the only being that you can actually put your trust in, which is everlasting, which he will never die. He he's everything. He he's everything and everything. Right? He'll never die. He was not born. He was not. He cannot die. Right? You know what I mean? Like he just, he just exists. Right? So God. Right? So, but and God will always keep the His promises. Right? And He will always fulfill them. Right? Because nothing will come to stop it. Right? So, then it says, "Blessed are those who help. Whose help is the God of Jacob." Exactly. Blessed are those who seek, who, whose dependency is on God, whose dependency is on the living God, right? Whose hope is in the Lord their God. Exactly. Our hope, our dependency, our expectations should be in the Lord, not on a human being, not an authority, not on a leader, not on a parent figure, just on God, right? We should trust our parents, obviously, but we also should remember that our parents, our friends, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, your girlfriend, right? Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, right? Whoever, right? Your best friend, your mentor, your leader from here, from church, right? Each and every person is going to make a mistake and they are going to fail you, right? And that's why we shouldn't put that dependency and that trust on people, but on God. Because the moment that we shift that, the moment that we that shift and we were like okay i understand that you're a human being and that you're going to probably fail me so i'm not going to put this in entire high expectation that you're going to be perfect and you're not going to fail me and you're just not going to betray me because the only one that can do that is god so i'm going to put all my trust on god right and whatever god tells me to do and act with you i will do that if god if god tells me hey you can mention that to her i'll mention it to you if god says don't say that to her i won't say it to you right so and that's how and that's how you and that's how god will guide you right because when you put your trust in him in him he will guide you how to communicate with others what to be able to say what are you going to be able to say right and i don't want you to be like oh my gosh now i'm going to be stressed oh my gosh can i say this can i say that oh my gosh no 
God will tell you and God will give you the right time. And you will know when you when you will be going when you will be proceeding to say something that is from God and you're going to be communicating something that will do you well instead of wrong. Right? Now, let's move on to an example. So Psalms Psalm 41:9. So let's go there to Psalm 41:9. Let's go a little bit back in Psalm. Psalms 41:9. Okay, and this is an example. Okay, so we're having King David as an example. So Psalm 41:9 and it says, "Even my close friend someone i trusted one who shared my bread has turned against me right there king david he experienced betrayal from all levels right and i'm also a testimony of i've experienced betrayal from all levels right but because of those experiences because of those things i have understood now that i shouldn't put or set an expectation or a dependency on a person because then it's going to hurt me in the end if they obviously fail if they made a mistake if they make a mistake and fail and maybe they don't even recognize that mistake right so that's going to hurt you but if you don't put that dependency if you don't put that complete trust in that person but instead you put that trust in God that God's going to guide you of how to deal with that person how to talk to that person right from there at that moment you will be able to trust correctly right so now let's go to what does God say about trusting our own minds so let's go to proverbs 3:5 through 6. So let's go to Proverbs 3:5 to 3:5 to 6. And if you don't know where Proverbs is, it's right after Psalms. So if you're using a paper Bible like I am, then you can just pass pages. And if you're using your phone, you can just scroll up. I believe yeah, scroll up. <laughs> um depends on how the order of your Bible app is. <laughs> Anyways, so Proverbs 3:5 through 6. And it says Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Do not trust do not put trust in your in your thoughts. Okay? Do not put trust but put the trust in Lord in in God because sometimes we get we get the we get the the thoughts or we get the feelings of like oh no, maybe I'm in love with that person, right? Or maybe no, but they but they're good. But they're good. We all know that. We all know that. We all know that because we have said that at least one moment in our lives. Right? But we shouldn't trust in that. We should trust in what God is telling us and God is telling us they failed you. They failed you multiple times. You need to guard your heart. You need to walk away from this person. Right? This person isn't bringing you good. Why are you still with this person? Right? And that's the reflection. That's a reflection of of what God says about trust in our minds. And I'm not saying, "Oh my gosh, should I trust what I'm thinking right now? Oh my gosh, is this from God? Is this from the devil? Oh my god, I don't want you to like freak out." What I'm telling you is things that are obvious. For example, for example, you're in a toxic relationship and this person is is mistreating you or this person is living a life that you don't want for yourself. Right? You're living a life with this person that you don't want for for yourself. You want something better. You want something different, 
right? Or this person is doing something that you don't like and you've asked them, hey, like, I need this to be able to stay with you, right? Like, I need this. This is a need for me, right? And they're not understanding that and they're making you feel bad for it, right? And then you're, you're giving it your all to try to fix this person, right? To change this person, right? And I'm saying fix with the quotes, right? Because you can't really fix somebody, right? And then at the end of the day, you're just getting more hurt. And, and you're like, okay, I should just walk away from this person. I should just, you know, walk away from this person. And it isn't because I think they're, you know, maybe they're not bad or maybe they're just, maybe they're not bad or maybe they just have a repeated cycle that you just can't deal with. Maybe they can deal with it. Maybe somebody else, if they were in a relationship with him, can deal with it. But maybe you can't deal with it because you have different needs and wants in a relationship, right? And so it isn't that it is their fault. It's just that you can't deal with that without having that need sufficed right there's a lot of people that you know separate because one doesn't want to have children and one does or one wants to have millions of children and one doesn't wants to just have one right and they and they just can't get to a compromise because that is one of their needs right and because of that and because of that right you have to depart yourself from that person right and that's what comes to this verse that we were talking about, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. Right? Lean, do not lean on your own understanding because you will try to fix this. You will try to find a solution. And at the end of the day, God's telling you, hey, guard your heart, protect your heart. You deserve better than this. Right? And then the continuation of that, obviously, verse 6, it says, In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. If you submit to God, if you trust in God, if your trust, you put it on God, he will make your path straight. He will fix everything. He will do everything to make sure that you're okay, to make sure that you're living a peaceful life, to make sure that you're living a good life, right? So let's go. Let me get my little notebook. <laughs> let's go to... Now we're going to talk about how slash when should we trust people, right? And we're going to talk about that, and then we're gonna, and then we're gonna end there, and then we're gonna go to our next part. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's go there. So Galatians six two, and it says. Carry each other's burdens, and in the way you will fulfill the law of Christ. So we do have to, you know, as Christians, right? And this this specifically goes for Christians, right? And I'm emphasizing that because in real Christians, okay? Like people that are God-fearing, right? That you have seen God through them, right? That you have seen, that you look at them and you see Jesus, Right? They reflect Jesus. They are the example. They are a walking example of Christ. Right? They have a noble heart. They are kind. They will not hurt you. They will not disrespect you. Right? Those, those are the people that we're talking about here. So carry each other's burdens and the way you will fulfill love of Christ. We should help others. That is the that's that's something that we should trust in people. We should trust in people for the, with the fact that I want to help you carry that burden. I want to help you carry the burden that you experience trust issues in that relationship. I want to help you with that. 
because I have some experience in that and I have some wisdom, right? I want to help you in running away, fleeing from fear because I have some wisdom in that, right? I want to I wanna help carry that burden with you, right? And that's what it means by that. And that's a commandment by God that we should, we should do, right? Now let's go to Hebrews 10.24. And we can stay here in the New Testament. So Hebrews 10.24. And it says, if I can find it. I think I skipped it. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Hebrews 10.24. And it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another untoward love and good deeds. That's also how we should trust people. We should trust people in the sense of we should provide love. That love, that's trust. When you love somebody, you're putting a type of trust on them, right? Because if you love someone, you're putting the trust on them of like, hey, I'm giving you my love, right? I'm not asking for anything in return, but but the only thing that I'm asking you is to protect that love. Right, so you're putting that trust in that person when you're giving them that love, when you're providing them with that love, right? Now let's go to James 5, 14 through 16. So let's go there, James. Again, we can stay here in the New Testament. James 5, 14 through 16. And it says... Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. When you allow somebody to pray for you, when you allow somebody to impart wisdom upon you, when you allow somebody to to know your sins, know your mistakes, you are putting trust in that person. That is a type of trust, right? But we also have to pick and choose wisely who we're giving this information to, right? Obviously, everyone is going to fail you, right? But who are you seeking this advice from? Are you seeking this advice from a person that's completely in the flesh, that's doing bad things, that's making mistakes? Or are you seeking this from a person that is trying their hardest to, to be good with God, who treat everyone kindly, who love, who have a noble heart, right? Who represent Jesus, who you look at them and they and you can see Jesus through them, right? And that, th- that's how we have to pick and choose who we confess our sins to, who we ask for prayer, who we allow to pray for us. Because when we allow somebody to pray for us, that is very, that is very important. Okay, you can't just allow anyone to pray for you because if they're sinning, if they're in the wrong, they can transfer those things that they're going through to you. And that can bring problems in your life right so obviously maybe you're going to the church church for the first time and somebody just comes and prays for you normally those people normally they're leaders normally they're people that you know were sent like yeah like you were they were sent you know because they were ready to pray right normally a person won't come to pray for you if they are not prepared right 
And when they hear their, your testimonies, right, you should be able to have some trust in them, right? When it comes to, you know, showing, confessing your sins, but again, reminding yourself that people will fail you. So put your ultimate trust and your dependence on God and not on people, right? So now let's go. Now let's go to Romans 12, 15. And that says, let's go there to Romans 12, 15. Romans 12, 15. I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. Romans 12, 15. And it says... Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. That is an amazing verse because it's telling you, say your good, say the good things, right? Because maybe, maybe we, something good happens to so us. We want to tell somebody, right? Say that your good things. Don't say it to the people that are going to bring it down. Don't say it to the people that are maybe going to envy you because of that, right? Say it to the people that are going to rejoice because you're rejoicing. Right, and so that's why you have to remember: pick and choose, choose wisely. Be careful what you speak. Right? I'm not saying you go crazy, but I'm saying be wise, be careful, see who's surrounding you. Choose, pick and choose your friends wisely. The people that you allow to be your mentors, the people that you allow to be your leaders. Right? Pick and choose wisely because they are human beings and they can fail you, and they might mourn you when you are rejoicing. Right? Now, I'm not saying, oh, if you made a mistake and you're happy about it, and then you're going to go to this person of Christ, person of God, right? And because you're rejoicing and they're mourning, you're going to be like, oh, no, this is what this is what Emily said. That's going to happen. No, you made a mistake. You're doing something wrong and you're rejoicing in the wrong. And that's why the other person is mourning. So you also have to look at what 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 are you rejoicing about, right? That you're going to go and tell the other person who the other person is, right? We have to think of all of those little key aspects, right? So that's all I'm going to be talking about today in this first episode. But if you go to the second episode, which should be up, which will be up the same day as today that you're listening to this. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Right, and we're gonna move on to talk about why we must be trustworthy. What uh, we, that how are we the speakers of truth, and you know how are we the speakers of truth? You know that we are the speakers of truth, and how are we? Right? How Jesus demonstrated correct trusting, um, forgiveness, accountability, what we should be, right? And how to build trust in relationships. Right, we're gonna talk about that in the second episode. So I really hope you enjoyed this. And now we're going to pray and say goodbye. So let's just pray. So God, we come into your presence, my Lord, and we thank you for this day. We thank you for being there with me with us every single day, my Lord. We thank you because your glory is here. Your word was shown today. The wisdom of Solomon, the wisdom that you gave Solomon, was given to us today to understand each and every verse, to understand understand what you wanted to tell us to understand what trusting in people actually is and how to understand how to trust in other people and that 
you are the one that we must trust in completely. So my God, we thank you for that, my Lord. And we just cover this prayer and we bless every single person listening. We bless their minds. We bless their hearts. We bless their families, friends, relationships, love lives, my Lord. We bless them with their hearts. We bless their dreams, their goals, their jobs, their thoughts, their futures, their careers, my Lord. And we cover this prayer with your blood, your holy armor, and your oil, my Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Awesome. So if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and give it a rating. If you're looking at this, if you're obviously just listening to this in a podcast, give it a rating. Share it with your friends, family, everyone tell your abuelita tell your grandma tell everyone about this podcast because everyone needs to listen and hear what god has to say right so share this with everyone give it a rating and if you're watching this on youtube give this video a thumbs up and subscribe and subscribe so you can get more videos like so you can so you know that you like these videos and also Turn on those notifications on so that you can get notified every time I post a video. So yeah. Thank you so much for watching. This is Confident, the podcast where we talk about mental health at a godly level. Awesome. And I've been your host, Miss Emily Dell. Have a wonderful day, y'all. God bless. Bye.